Hello, and welcome to the Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis Show, aired every Wednesday night at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Kat Cannabis is the international best-selling author of Surviving Cancerland and Intuitive Aspects of Healing, and host of Wicked Housewives on Cape Cod TV Show. Together, we will explore cutting-edge insights and philosophies in health, wealth, and relationships. Cat's guests will be ordinary people with extraordinary stories. Now, here is your host, Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis. Welcome, everyone. Uh, we have a great guest for you tonight. What woman today doesn't feel overstressed, overtired, or stressed out, or you know, pushed to her limits? We all feel we aren't doing enough, or we don't have enough time, and we're kind of lost to ourselves awash in commitments that never allow for our own moments of self-care and personal enjoyment. Remember that when we used to have personal enjoyment? And how about individual reward? As our guest today, Dr. Jamie Kologas puts it, we are on the Ferris wheel that keeps us stuck going round and round. We may be superwoman, but we're not a Superwoman, a woman who knows how to achieve balance between life and work and be personally fulfilled. Well, in her remarkable, and I've got to put this in quotes, purse-sized handbook, Dr. Jamie, a nationally known mental health expert, has distilled the step-by-step strategies to get there. The name of her book is The Superwoman's Guide. To super fulfillment and is the essential quick start guide to getting your life back on track. So help me welcome Dr. Jamie to our show tonight. Welcome, Dr. Jamie. We're so glad you're here. Oh, I'm so glad to be here. Thank you for having me today. So uh, Dr. Jamie, just in case I butchered your name, <laughs> could yes, you tell no, us it was okay. It was great. I've had everyone say it a different way, so I just tell people it's pina colada. So just go. It's it, now, and, and people remember the drink. So it's it's uh, Jamie. It's Dr. Jamie Kulaga, but just think of pina colada. That's fine. <laughs> oh, I love pina coladas. I do. Right. So, so um, you'll, now, whenever you have one, you'll think of me. <laughs> Yes, and won't that be nice? So, Dr. Jamie, what do you mean by, you know, we may be superwoman, but not necessarily a quote-unquote superwoman? What do you mean by that? Yes, excellent. Okay, so every single woman that you pass in the mall, in the stores, at work, every woman you see is a superwoman, two words. She is a woman that is super. She handles the day-to-day. She gets by. She can do it all. She does. She does it all. She really does, and she often gets it done. But the one thing that she doesn't do is give to herself. She's lacking self-fulfillment. She's skipping her exercises. She's not eating right. Uh, She puts her dreams aside. She puts her goals aside. A superwoman does everything that the other woman does, but she gives to herself and she knows it's necessary to give to herself. She also has the confidence no to certain things and not feel bad about it. Know that it was the right choice to say no so she can still give time to herself and achieve and complete the to-dos that she wants to do or needs to do. So basically by um, saying no, to others, she's saying yes 
to herself and by taking care of herself first, then she's able to take care of the rest of her family, friends, and uh, community. Is that what you're saying as a superwoman? Exactly. Oh, that's a great. You know, it's so important because so so many of us are raised as the caregivers in our families. And yep. we feel really guilty about saying no. You know, we if so-and-so wants more mashed potatoes and all the mashed potatoes are gone out of the table, I remember my mom would give me hers. And I never even thought yep. twice about it. Now that she's gone, it's like, oh, Mom, you were such a superwoman. Why didn't I realize that at the time? Yep. And that's great. But then there comes a point where, our our super moms are so exhausted and their wells are so empty because they've given so much that there's nothing left. And that's where we kind of have to uh we have to to realize boundaries are made for a purpose. They're to keep us safe. So let's talk about how your book will help someone create a plan to work through barriers that they Absolutely. might have to personal well, fulfillment. Yeah, well, a couple of things. One is, first, you were talking about giving so much and the well's empty. That was a great, um, you know, a, a great way of, of saying when we're just so depleted. And the truth is, is that we, when we give and give and give, it's human nature to take and take and take. It really is. So if you're going to give it to me and give it to me and give it to me, I'm going to take it and I'm going to take it and I'm going to take it. You're not even showing me that it's draining you, right? So I just mm-hmm. keep taking and sucking the well. And so many times I, I tell women and I encourage everyone out there to do this on a piece of paper. On the left-hand side, put kindness. And on the right-hand side, put doormat. And in the middle, I want you to put an equal sign with a line through it. Kindness does not equal doormat. Um, you know, and it's and it's so true. Often we, you know, we try to be kind. We're, you know, we're kind-hearted. We're people pleasers mm-hmm. by nature as women, um, and we think we're doing the right thing. Um, but then people are now starting to take a little more and a little more, and they realize we're a yes person, um, and they deplete our wells and treat us like a doormat. And sometimes it's not intentional. Sometimes it is. Um, but we need to learn to set boundaries um, with people. It's necessary. Um, but going back to your question um, regarding the barriers, you know, there are a lot of barriers to our success or the ability to set boundaries and goals and, and lead a good life. And often those are anxiety, anger, and fear. Mm, interesting. Anxiety, anger, and fear. Fear and and I can certainly see that. So those are the barriers. So how would if someone yeah. were to come up to you and say, you know, I I know that I can be really successful not just at home but at yep. work, or I am really really successful at work. How can I be as successful at home? I don't feel like I'm really the superwoman I should be. How could you help them to? work through this anxiety, anger, and fear? Excellent. Well, it starts with, well, there's a couple things. With with anxiety, oftentimes it comes a lot from worrying about things unnecessarily. So one, worry when it's time to worry. You can plan for the future, but you really ultimately do not know what's going to happen. You can't completely control it. So plan for it, but don't harp on it and ruminate and, and sometimes make it happen, 
right? We worry so much that we create the negativity. We worry so much that we ruin the present Mm -hmm. moment. Um, So instead, take a step back and enjoy your moments and don't worry and stress so much. Um, So that's often what I would tell someone that comes in with a lot of um, anxiety. With anger, typically um, I notice that people – are not forgiving something. Something has happened and they're ruminating on it. They're dwelling on it. Um, So I I know that this is hard because I've had to learn to forgive myself, but it goes twofold. Um, Forgiveness is not a feeling. It is an action. So if you're sitting there waiting for your anger to go down because you're you're saying, I will forgive this person someday when when I can feel it, when I feel that I can forgive them, that may never happen because it's not a feeling. Mm-hmm. Forgiveness is an action. So just do it. Um, and also forgiving yourself. Women are very, we're very hard on ourselves. We're very, very critical. Often we're perfectionist. Um, and when we do something wrong, we really spiral, uh, spiral our brain into this self-bashing, self-defeating event into negative self-talk. So have compassion for yourself. Be kind um, in a allow yourself to make mistakes and learn from them and pick up and march on. Um, So those would be some factors I would encourage women to do to begin uh, to get their life back on the successful track, feel more fulfilled and more confident. Those are great, great ideas. And, you know, when it comes to worry uh, and you you were explaining the anxiety and the worry being together, it reminded me of that Tom Hanks movie that came out, I think it was like last month, about when the Berlin Wall went up. And okay. he was, you know, trying to, to – to, he was so anxious about getting this Russian agent, double agent, back mm. safely that he kept saying, are you worried, are you worried? And this agent, whose life was in danger, looked at him and said, will it help? <laughs> that was such That's a great excellent. line, and I've been using it ever so since. True. You know, I'm – I'm worried, you know, is, am I going to have the, the, you know, I have company coming over for dinner. Is the roast going to be done on time? I'm worried about it. And then I'm thinking to myself, you know, will it help to worry? Is it going to make it cook faster or slower or better if I worry? And suddenly you realize, no, it's not. And then the anxiety and fear we were talking about, some of the anger that we hold, you know, do you think it could be because we're allowing people to step over our boundaries that we haven't told them about. You know, we Have. haven't taught them our worth, so they're stepping over them, and now we're angry. Could that be part of it? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, you know, and, and we do. We and sometimes we we say, "Don't they see how much is on my plate? Um, don't they know I wanted to say no to that? Don't they know I can't handle that? Don't they know I'm drowning? Don't they know I'm trying to tread water and keep my head over? You know, <laughs> and the thing is, is no, they don't. And right, they what do they say about when you assume you make a you know what of you and me? Um, and I uh-huh. think that's true. I I think that when we you know when we interact, and I see this a lot too when women interact with men, and I've done this before. Like, isn't he getting my sign? Isn't he getting my clue? <laughs> isn't it right in front of his face? I just gave him like all of these clues. I, they don't put it together, you know. But, but here's the thing: it's not them. It's us. It's the way we're communicating 
It's the way we're showing our expectations. You've got to be upfront with people. If you can't do something, you have to say no. You don't have to say it in a disrespectful way. You don't have to throw your hand up in someone's face. You don't have to ignore them. There is a professional and respectful way um, to actually not only say no, but to enhance your credibility through saying no. Um, There are ways that you can do that. Absolutely. And, and, you know, that brings me to... The next thing that the next question I had for you on on communicating with confidence, which wraps all this together, the key to getting what you want from others, and and I found in my life that men, you know, I've been married for thirty six years. Men communicate with words. My husband is communicating with words all the time, whereas women or me, I communicate with body language. I expect him to understand what my body is saying when my hands are on my hips and my eyes are squinted up at him and stuff. And, and you know, he doesn't. And that's part of, you know, men are from Mars and women are from Venus. But that that's yes. into your communicating with confidence, right? It is. It is. And, and, and it's not only, well, for, the, you know, one of the things I would recommend, going back to what you're saying about communication styles, there's a great book. So, of course, after you read the most amazing book on the planet, The Superwoman's Guide to Super Fulfillment, <laughs> you can read the second amazing book on the planet, um, and that is uh, Gary Chapman's The Five Love Languages. And that book is so amazing. It explains the different styles of communication um, and how sometimes we often speak from our own love language. So let's say your primary love language might be physical touch um, and so you are like you know touching him and doing things and he's like why is she doing that why doesn't she ever compliment me and you're thinking that you're being nice but really his love language is words of affirmation and he wants you to speak to him differently um, so but once you can identify your spouse's or partner's love language you start speaking in that way communication everything with your communication changes so it's an amazing book I would encourage everyone to pick it up um, but but right after after confidence yeah after, only after absolutely <laughs> after <they read. laughs> um but but as for communicating with confidence it's it's words that you say you're you're not saying so much I think it should be done this way. I feel that it should be done this way. You're more firm and more confident. Believe in what you're doing. It's not, I think I'm going to go for a goal. It's, I know I'm going to achieve this a goal. It's not, it's, mm-hmm. I think I deserve a raise. It's, let me explain to you why I deserve this raise. It's a difference in the way you speak, and that, that confidence is carried, your body is carried differently when you speak differently and you think about yourself differently. Absolutely. So before we go to to a quick break, um, would you please share with the listening audience uh, your contact information, how they can get in touch with you, find your book and your website? Awesome. Excellent. So just go to drjamiek.com and everything you need is there. That's drjamie, the letter K.com, drjamiek.com. You can find the book, you can find workshops, coaching, anything that you want is right there at drjamiek.com. Okay, don't go away because when uh, we come back from this short break, we're going to be talking about how you can fulfill your bucket list. Yeah, we're going to talk about bucket lists, so don't go away. We're going to be right back, and it's going to be fun. Hey, Jenna, have you seen the TV show Wicked Housewives on Cape Cod on Channel 99? OMG, I love that show. It's with Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis. 
She's an international best-selling author and Lori Boyle, the CEO of Lori Boyle Media. Right. They're hosting a personal development seminar, Retreat for the Soul. It's about your dreams, meditation, healing, and the subconscious mind. Ooh. It sounds fun. And rejuvenating. Let's go. Where do we sign up? Their website, Wicked Housewives on CapeCod.com. Did you know that you can use your own radio show to promote your business and become a celebrity in your area or industry? Do you have a great idea for a radio show or a passion that you would like to share with other like-minded people? The Wicked Housewives on Cape Cod Radio and TV hosts Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis and Lori Boyle will show you how. Go to wickedhousewivesoncapecod.com. Do you have a great story to tell or do you want to write your memoir? Best-selling author Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis and Lori Boyle, CEO of Lori Boyle Media, are the hosts of the Wicked Housewives on Cape Cod TV and radio shows. Join their Writer's Workshop Intensive to get writing and get published. Go to wickedhousewivesoncapecod.com. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, this is Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis, but my friends call me Kat, so I hope you will too. We have a great guest with us tonight, Dr. Jamie Kulaga, just like Pina Colada, but it's Kulaga. And she's talking about being a, not just a superwoman, but a superwoman and about the guide she wrote to help you do just that. So just before the break, we talked about um, bucket lists. And so we're going to pick up right there. Dr. Jamie, how can we start to fulfill our own bucket list and why would we want to do it now? I mean, I'm not going to die tomorrow or anything. Why should I think about that now? You're so right. So I've actually created a new bucket list. So what I was finding, not only in myself but in my clients, was we would, like, create these bucket lists. And a typical bucket list list looks something like this. It's like I want to travel to Fiji. I want to go to Hawaii. I want to walk the Great Wall. I want to watch Madagascar, the movie in Madagascar. I want to – and it's just, like, this long list of all these, like, amazing tropical islands or, like, you know, foreign places that we want to go to. And it's – it's great, but the truth is not many of us can go to 75 different islands um, before we kick the can. We don't have the time. It's super expensive. Um, so people weren't completely fulfilling their bucket list. So you'd have this great bucket list, but you'd do like three things in a lifetime off of it. So I said, well, go ahead and add a couple tropical islands that you want to travel to. Um, go ahead and put that PhD on there. That's great. Go ahead. Try to try to do that. I encourage you. Um, but let's create a bucket list that we can actually start checking the things off now. So are you going to kick the can tomorrow? No, I hope not. But you know what I do hope? I hope that this week we can find a way to add fulfillment in your life and next week and the week after. So the new bucket list has things like, I've never done kayaking. I want to give it a try. I've never done hot yoga. You know, I've lived next door to this park for 10 years, and I've never had a picnic there. I want to do it. I want to ride a horse. I want, I want a zip line. And it's coming up with things that you can do right now in your life to add fulfillment and happiness or to bond with family and friends. It's adding present moment today and tomorrow happiness. Instead of what we used to do was, great, now we're going to go to Fiji and what do we do? The whole family's on halt. We no more do family nights. We no more do date nights. Mom and dad are going to work overtime. We ruin the present moment for something we don't even know if we can if we're going to make it to. And often we mm-hmm. ruin the relationships on our way to saving for these things. So it's okay to have one or two or three on there, 
Um, but but do some things. Do, put something on your bucket list that you can do this weekend and start living today. What a great idea! You know, simple success is what you're saying. Don't don't uh, sh- you know? Don't shoot for the sun or the moon. Just look in your own backyard. There's so many wonderful, wonderful things to do there. And I remember a couple of winters ago when we were up on Cape Cod instead of coming out to California uh, early enough to miss the snow. We woke up one morning and my husband said, if there's one thing you wanted to do in the world, what would it be? And I said, you know what? I want to do it today. I want to get trash can tops or plastic bags, and I want to go tobogganing down the graveyards in P-Town. And he goes, what? I said, have you ever done that? He said, no. I said, well, let's go try it. And so we did. And then when we were in a restaurant, there was a painting on the wall of people tobogganing in a graveyard. You know, so... Your bucket list may sound really crazy to you at the time you want to do it, but I never felt so fulfilled and like a three-year-old before in my life. I felt so great, and it was so doable, and that's what you're talking about in your book, Simple Successes for Your Bucket List. Exactly, and that's what will add fulfillment to your life. So all of these places you want to go to, if you have the means to do it, fine. But stop robbing yourself and robbing yourself in the present, overworking yourself in the present, draining your energy, draining your family, draining who you are. You know, just to save for one thing. Instead, you could probably add ten amazingly fun things that your kids, your family, yourself would find enjoyment in. Right now, you have so much beauty and so much awesomeness, literally, right now, right now. And and we've got to stop, and we're such a forward-focused society, chasing the Mm -hmm. next thing, getting the next thing, planning for the next thing, that we're missing it. I I mean, so many times, I've even done this. I chase the next thing, and I get it, and I don't even stop to celebrate it. Now i got to chase the next thing. (laughs) Wow. Wow, you know, and and my family sometimes I wonder if they my sons look at me and say, "Mom, you know, stop." And that's what that's one of the reasons I wrote the book cuz I I do and I still find myself saying, "Jamie, stop. Celebrate this. Stop your mom right now. Stop enjoy this. Stop be here." And I and it is it's very you got to be very intentional. So the book teaches you to be aware and be intentional. And now I I love I enjoy being a mom. I I'm able to divide work and life. I have the shorter bucket list. I, I do things all the time now. I have such fulfillment and happiness in my life because I'm more, I'm more living for in the moment today. I, I plan for my future, but I, I mm-hmm. enjoy today as well. And when you're talking about your book, um, I want the, the listeners to understand that this is a, a tiny little pocketbook that can go in your pocketbook. We're not talking about a gigantic dictionary you have to drag around. This is really small. It is, and that's how I, I tried to do it. I, you know, we are on-the-go women. We don't have time to, like, okay, Dr. Jamie said, okay, this is a 26-letter you know, word. What the heck does this mean? Let me get the dictionary. I'm not like that either, ladies. Um, I'm a superwoman on the go, so I needed a practical guide, a guide that, you know, you can even write in this book. There's little activities in it, um, and it's easy, quick, to-do tips. They're realistic tips. They're tips mm-hmm. that we can, you know, that we can use today. 
day um, and, and all of the time. And it's very, it brings you on your own journey, and I'm sort of your coach through it. Um, and I like the, I, I thought, hey, women have purses, so let's make it small for their purse. Um, and I also, women are on the go, and a lot of them are traveling. So uh, it ended, my book ended up actually being picked up in airports. Um, and so it's a perfect size for the airport as well. So it all kind of worked out. Oh, that's great. And so, you know, it's sort of like having you along as their their little cheerleader right there in their purse. And purses are getting bigger, by the way, because so many of us are carrying, uh, you know, tablets in there. Or the phones are getting bigger. All the stuff's getting bigger. So just stick this little book in there with everything else you're carrying. So let's talk about we, – we probably have time to talk about this one last thing, which I thought was so important. Um, okay releasing the toxic people in your life and learn to manage those that need a little nudge. Yeah. How how do you say that's painful? I know that's painful. What, what are your suggestions on that? And how do we know if they're toxic? First of all. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, First and foremost, if you want fulfillment and happiness in your life, you've got to get rid of toxic people. And here's what toxic people look like. They're the people that take you up and take you down and take you up and take you down. They'll back you into a corner, um, make you say yes when you want to say no. They suck your energy. They're the people that plant seeds of doubt in your mind. So you decide you're going to go for a dream or a goal, and then they say, Okay, well, that's great, but I mean, do you really have time for that right now? And then you walk away and you're like, oh, shoot, I don't know. I mean, do I have time? And then you talk yourself out of it. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, so, um, so, so I really encourage you to create a list. And in the book, and one of the, I want to say probably early on in one of the chapters, I have an activity where I have you list out the toxic people in your life. And then mm. you do two things. You completely delete them out of your life altogether. And then those that you can't, I understand some are family, some are, you know, long-time friends, you've got to begin setting boundaries with them um, because these toxic people in your life will suck you dry and, and negativity brews negativity. And that is so true. I mean, I get called into businesses to do workshops because there is one negative seed out of a team of 25, and that one person has the ability to bring down a team of 25. It's because everything is negative. Nothing is good. The system never works. I don't like this system. This doesn't work. I'm not happy. Why are we here? Why are we doing it this way? And day after day, eight hours a day, all the time, that is so depleting. No matter how hard you try to stay positive, being in an environment like that will bring you down. So we've got to take a step back from these people. Oh, that, it's amazing. One person bringing up, down a whole group of people, but it's so true. And then we're back to the boundaries again. I mean, those boundaries, yep. you know, they're so important. And and that's I found that that's one of the ways to find out who the negative people are in your life, the toxic people, that you, you need to clean out of your closet. You know, I always say, what do you have hanging around in your closet that doesn't fit your lifestyle anymore? You know, you don't really think of it as, as necessarily being negative. It just doesn't fit you anymore. It doesn't fit your lifestyle. So you want to 
take it out of your closet and let it go with love. And I remember my my um, my friend in Cape Cod also, Lori Boyle, always saying, you know, when you want to soar with the eagles, you don't nest with the vultures. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh, that's oh, so perfect. great. I love it. I'm posting on Facebook later tonight. Um, and But it is. It's absolutely true. And, you know, people say you are what you eat, and I say you are who you associate with, especially the top five people. So that's a, gr- a great way to do a self-check is listen the people you spend most of your time with, the top five, the way that they act, the way that they behave, whether you believe it or not, you take on some of those characteristics. So look around. Are they morally who you want? Are they minded the way you want, like positive versus negative? Um, you know, and, and kind of assess those five people. See what they have in common. What are you drawn to? What are you taking on that you don't want to take on? And if it's one area, you may say, oh, well, that comes from, you know, John over here. And And I do need to take a step away from him. I am taking on these characteristics. I'm taking on his negativity, and I'm bringing it into work. I'm taking it on, and I'm bringing it to my husband. Um, So really, it's about self-awareness, taking the time, which is great. That's going back to the book, which is great. It takes you on the journey to self-explore, to become more self-aware so you can identify where you need to change. Well, it has been such a great show with you, Dr. Jamie, and I'm so glad you came on and shared all this fabulous information with us. We're down to like our last half a minute, really. So I'm going to leave you with the last word. If uh, there's something that you would like to quickly share with our audience, uh, thank you again for being on the show. Yes, I guess the last thing I would want to share is um, find your happiness and find your balance. I really encourage you to create a bucket list of five things that you could do in the next month and do all five of those small bucket listers. Wow. Well, thank you again so much for being on the show with us today. And, uh, again, tell everybody how they can find your book. Excellent. Just go to drjamiek.com, and all the information you need is there. Amazon.com, barnesandnoble.com um, will also have my book, but you can look at drjamiek.com for everything you need. Thanks, everybody. Meet me again next Wednesday, 6 to 6.30 Eastern Standard Time, 3 to 3.30 Pacific Time, for more great guests with great ideas. Good night, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis Show. If you would like to comment or have an idea for the show or have a question for Kat or one of her guests, please visit her on Facebook at Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis. This show and previous shows are archived on Blog Talk Radio, accessible from survivingcancerland.com and accessyourinnerguide.com. Join us again next Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Until then, have a great week.